Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello, and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. I'm excited to have our guest this evening. She is a transformational um, coach. Let me tell you a little bit about Daryl, and she's then going to unpack her amazing story. Daryl Wharton is a best-selling author, transformational speaker, and certified weight loss coach. She has lost and maintained over 400 pounds. She utilizes her personal experiences and former struggles with weight um, through her coaching certification and her degrees in social work, psychology, and special education to create a results-driven coaching service. Using her signature method, she teaches women who have over 100 pounds to lose her step-by-step program with guidance so that they too can push past where they keep getting stuck on their wellness journey. And I know that that's probably true for many of us <laughs> to be able to recognize what is keeping me stuck or what has me plateauing. And so I welcome Daryl Wharton to the Flipside Conversation. Welcome, Daryl. Thank you so, so much. Good evening, everyone. I'm so blessed to be here and to share my story. I'm hoping to help a lot of people today. Well, let's jump right into it. So you have a tagline, and for those of us in the Facebook community, we can see the top of your shirt. Yes. Your tagline is cute, curvy, and confident. Yes. Tell me a little bit about <clears throat> that tagline. Oh, my goodness. This tagline um, means a lot to me. Um, I used to just say cute and curvy. Then I added the confident to it. And really what it means is it means that, you know, women have the right to wake up feeling absolutely amazing, no matter what the number says on a scale. And they have a, a right to embrace their curves because a number on a scale does not equate to healthiness. And the confident part is just you show up confident until you actually feel confident. Um, and affirmations play a lot in that. And I know that we'll talk about that later. But that cute, curvy, confident, and I never put an and in. It's just all one word. Um, and I say, I'm, all yeah, one all word. one word. I say, I'm a teacher. I have the right to make up any word I want to. And it is cute, curvy, confident all together. They all go together. Fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit about your story? How did you get to this place of cute, curvy, confident? I joined Weight Watchers at the age of seven with my mother. She did not know what to do with me. And um, so we started. And over my course of the years, 
I had joined Weight Watchers at least 28 times, just over and over again. And it was just that mindset and learning bad habits at the age of seven. And when you don't have someone to really teach you that food is supposed to heal and nourish your body and not just for pleasure, because we all use food for pleasure. And unfortunately for me, it was, you know, emotional eating. Um, and, and every year I got bigger and bigger. And my mother, I could never wear the clothes that I had the previous summer. And I say that because I went to a Catholic school, so I had uniforms, but every summer when it was time to break out like my regular clothes, I could never fit them. So every summer I gained weight and I was in the 400s in high school. Um, it was just the only word that I could use to describe it was just hopelessness. And at the age of 28, I decided I'm going to have weight loss surgery because at this point, I was what I thought 621 pounds, but I recently got my medical records about a year ago and saw that the morning of my surgery, I actually weighed 674 pounds. So in my book, you're going to see 621, but I actually my highest weight was 674 pounds. So I decided to have weight loss surgery because at that point I had tried everything. And so what do you do when you've tried every single thing? And so I decided to have the surgery. I did get some success with the surgery. I got down to the high 300s and I stayed there for 10 years. I still could not push past. I still could not do what I needed to do to lose the weight, even with that wonderful tool. I'm so grateful that my surgery was paid for and it's considered successful. And so I went that route, but then I got stuck and I stayed stuck until I changed here and in here. And that's mm -hmm. where my program derived from. You know, when you were reading my bio, I kept thinking, good gracious, I'm gonna sign up with her. I wish I would have had someone <laughs> like me when I had 400 pounds at least, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I listen to you, you so powerfully have decided to, to be that person, recognizing what you needed and so therefore you became that person for mm -hmm. others. As you talk about being an emotional eater, could you tell us a little bit more about, so what was your mindset during that time and how, what were some of your struggles or your triggers? One of my triggers was really just boredom. And it was just, mm -hmm. I used to sneak food when I was younger. And my parents would be like, well, what happened to the box of cookies? And I would be like, mm. <laughs> you know, and it was just food was such a driving force in my life. And I, the only way I can explain it is I thought about food all of the time. And, you know, when I said that I was hungry, I was physically hungry. And people always look at, you know, being obese and overweight as, you have no no control. It is, it is a medical condition. And until we start to treat it as such, people are always going to be struggling. And so it was out of boredom for me eating. It was out of if I was upset, it, which is what most people do. But fortunately, their body doesn't respond to it like my body did, because nobody is. Um, you can't say that you've never eaten at a repast or a birthday party 
or somebody got a job. Oh, we're going out to dinner. Unfortunately for me, those dinners and celebrations, they added up for me where your average person, you know, their body doesn't react the same way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was just. And you shared earlier that the scale can't define your value or or your wellness. What's the difference for you between weight loss and wellness um, in in your perspective? My perspective, um, I always like to say, you know, I say weight loss because that's what people recognize. But it's really about wellness, because if I truly wanted to say, OK, I want to lose weight because my main goal before I realized and my light bulb came on, I used to say, I just want to be skinny. I just want to be skinny. As a little girl, I used to stand in front of the mirror and I used to do like this and I would pray to her, God, please, please, please. When I open up my eyes, let me be skinny. And when I opened up my eyes and I wasn't, I would cry and I would be so upset about it. But until I defined what that skinny was for me and my skinny was my blood pressure being good. You know, my blood work coming back. Nice. Me being able to get up and dance with my husband the whole entire time at a party. You know, he doesn't have to drop me off at the door before, you know, I could walk from wherever. And so until I define what that skinny was, that's when things started to change for me. So your wellness is completely different from just weight loss, because wellness incorporates your mindset, your relationship about food, your relationship with yourself and food together. And so wellness is really should be what people is striving for and not weight loss. Wow. It's not a number. As I'm listening to you, it's literally tied to your lifestyle, how you want to be able to show up, who you want to be able to be in space. And, and you're, you actually identified specific indicators that are tied to wellness, not just a number on a scale. That is... And you shared that that was a, a light bulb moment. What what was going on for you mm -hmm. when when that light bulb went off? It went off. I, I started to exercise because, you know, we we all know what to do to lose the weight. What we don't seem to get is how do you keep it off? Because um, I could be a dietitian, okay? No slight to any people who have trained to be dietitian, but I've been trying to lose weight my entire life. And so I think the light bulb moment came on for me. I saw a picture of this beautiful queen um, and her body fat percentages were different, but the weight was the same. And she looked like two totally different people. So in one picture, she was 180 pounds, but her body fat was 20%. The other picture, she was 180 pounds and her body fat was 42% or may, may have been 40, I can't remember, but it, she looked like two totally different people. And so I started to think, okay, being an educator, there's a science to this. Let me go and research, you know, how do you really lose weight? And, and then after that, how do you keep it off? So when I saw that picture, that is when my, when my light bulb came on. And I said, not even the surgery can get you to wellness. It can lose the weight for you, but it cannot do the wellness for you. 
It can open the way for you, but it cannot get you to wellness because there's there's a mindset piece that has to be partnered, whether it's the surgery or it's a diet. It really is connected to your mindset piece. And so that leads me into wondering about, so you then started a coaching business. How did that come about? What did, how did you walk into that? I walked into it. I started with Zumba. Once I realized, okay, my baby is 10. So I can't say I just had a baby anymore. And I had been stuck here for 10 years. I started going to Zumba and I was going to Zumba and I was going five nights a week. And I did get some results, but then as usual, it started to come back on again. So then I said, okay, well, let me look at my diet. I went plant-based. I'm still plant-based. I've been plant-based for five years, almost six years now. Got a little bit of, you know, results from that and then hit a plateau. Of course, you know, you lose 10 pounds, you gain back 15. And that's exactly what happened to me. Then I found a love of hot hula fitness, which is a Polynesian style dance workout. And I will tell you this. I don't care what your size is. When you go to Hot Hula Fitness, you will feel sexy as I don't know what and get a good workout. So then I said, I'm going to get certified as a Hot Hula Fitness instructor. And I was still plus size. I went. It was, you know, a class full of people. Everybody did not make it. But guess who made it? The cute, curvy, confident person in the room. (laughs) And I was the trustiest person in the room and I got certified and I started teaching. And this is where my other, my light bulbs are always coming on. So you're going to hear me say that a lot. This is where another light bulb came on. I found that the ladies that I was teaching, it wasn't even about exercising. I could not get them to look into the mirror while they were dancing. Mm. And mm. love themselves. So then my exercise class turned into something totally different. And that's where the coaching came. And I said, I'm going to get certified as a life and health coach. And with my background and, you know, I was just going to school. That's why I have so many degrees. I don't want anybody to think, oh, she just, no, I didn't know. I did not know what I wanted to do. And I was just getting degree after degree after degree. Okay. Um, but then I was able to utilize, so God knows exactly what he's doing. I was going to say the same thing. Yes. He knows that we'll use everything. We'll use everything. I, I even had no intentions of going into teaching until a job came about. And then two years later, I had a one pound, 10 ounce baby with special needs. I know why, why I am a special educator. And so I have no regrets about my, about my journey. But that's how I got into coaching, really from me teaching hot hula fitness is how I got into coaching. So I know we're getting ready to go on a break. Can you uh, just tell us just for a few moments, when you are in a space and a woman doesn't want to look into the mirror, What do you say to her? First of all, I greet everyone. Hey, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes people just need to hear it. And I've had people say to me, what did you say? 
And that's how I greet every, every female that I meet. And so talking to them about, guess what? I just want you to look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. The good thing about affirmations is you don't have to believe them yet. I just need you to say it, say it and write it. That's what I ask them to do. And then eventually they come around. And, and my space is, my class was a safe space as well. And I was plus size, mm-hmm. as you can see. So that mm-hmm. made them feel comfortable too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so creating a safe space, yeah. helping them recognize that you don't have to believe it. So the pressure going along with the words is also released, but you do at least have to say it. And I love how you add it, write it. Oh yeah. Why do you tell them to write it as well? That is the teacher in me. All of that goes together, the reciting. That's why you have the nursery rhymes. That's why you see your kindergarten teachers, you know, snapping their fingers. It all goes together, the writing, the mechanics of writing. And so I incorporate my educational background into my program so that they retain a lot of what I'm teaching. Wow. In that one moment, I could see you. Now, first of all, I need to find out about this hot hula. Oh, girl. What is it called? Hot Hot hula fitness. Hot hula. Yes. Hot hula fitness. I have never heard of this, but it sounds amazing. So first of all, I need to find out about that. But in that very moment when you said you were in a space and women would could not look in the mirror at themselves, I immediately thought about your psychology degree into the mind, the educator the teachable moment, and then the social worker meeting people where they are and actually seeing them being willing to serve them. So for anyone who feels like I can't quite just find myself, keep trying things out. And if you do them at excellence and you do them with intentionality, and for those of you who are a believer, we say that the Lord will absolutely use everything for your good in the end. And so it's being willing to continue to explore and experiment. Don't shut yourself down because you don't feel like you have all of the whys, but continue to pursue what is right in front of you. What is it that's right in front of you? And do that in excellence. And you'll discover somewhere down the line as you reflect back how it's all working together. We have been having a powerful conversation with Daryl Wharton. Now, she identifies herself as a transformational speaker as well as a weight loss coach, but she's been sharing her gems around wellness and mindset and how that actually is more important than the numbers on a scale. When we come back, we're going to continue to unpack how her coaching program is different from any other. She has some very specific keys that she uses to walk individuals through and to their transformation. We'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, and she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit SandraCoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We've been having a transparent conversation about Daryl's story with weight. Um, from what she shared from the age of seven, her story began um, with trying to identify how not only to lose the weight, but to also keep it off, but to redefine what wellness meant to her. And so she's already given us some gems and some tools. And, and Daryl, I have to tell you, in our, our Facebook community, there are multiple people talking about hot hula fitness. <laughs> there, they are already mentioning wanting to figure out and find out about that. But one particular um, listener asked the question, because you mentioned that in your coaching sessions, as well as in your class, you provide a safe space. Can you explain what are some strategies that you use to create safety with your clients? So one thing when I was teaching hot hula fitness, um, you know, I would cover the windows so that, you know, if I was at a location that they had windows, either I would come with things to cover the windows or I would ask, you know, the facilitators to cover the windows. And if I went somewhere and they did not have mirrors, then I would request for mirrors because you can't do it with, you got to have the mirrors. And just sharing a little bit of my story, just with, um, you know, I've had, a, you know, I've lost a lot of weight. I still have loose skin that I haven't, you know, gotten cut off yet. Yeah, it's coming when I, when I get ready, but I just come as I am to say, I am you. Look, 
look, I have this just like you have, you know, skin and extra things on your body that you don't want. And just as I said, I greet them. Hi, beautiful. To let them know that you are worthy. If your name is Lisa, which is a common name, but guess what? There's only one Lisa like you. That's it. There's not another Lisa like you. So mm-hmm. what are we going to do so that when Lisa looks in the mirror, Lisa is in love with Lisa. And until they can get to that point, I say to them, let's create a nickname for your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is responsible for 95% of the decisions that you make. So we treat our best friends better than we treat ourselves. So I say, you're getting ready to become your best friend. Let's give her a nickname. And from now on, that's who you are helping to be well. Mm-hmm. Not you, but mm-hmm. your subconscious you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. As I think about you covering those windows and allowing um, participants to feel safe and not as though people are judging and watching. I, I have never seen a fitness um, coach actually take that level of intentionality to a class. I've gone to a lot of fitness classes and you just, you get in and you fit in where you fit in. And it's actually thinking about the heart of the participants, not just the routine. So I think just how you even approach it with just such a heart intention, it speaks to, and it has to be contagious with your clients. I'm curious how, as you shared earlier, you've had multiple degrees, lots of experience. Mm. So how have you pulled that all together? What makes your coaching program different from any other program? Well, first I start with the person. We do a lot of inner work and, um, I use a lot of meditation and guided affirmations. We journal, we do incantations. You know, I say to them, you're going to say this three times this morning. I like to use this three, six, nine method. So you're going to say this three times. You're going to write it three times. And then in the middle of the day, you're going to say it six times. You're going to write it six times. And sometimes people just need that person sitting right here. I say, y'all going to be sick of me, sick of me, sick of me. Because I am going to be all in your business and what you're doing during the day. Because to be honest, we forget. We forget that, okay, we're not going to eat any sweets today. And you're at work and it's somebody's birthday and somebody brought in a cake. And you're just doing your normal thing and you're getting cake like everybody else. As you should be able to have a slice of cake. You cannot diet by depriving yourself of things. Because then that becomes your focus. And so I try to get their focus on the affirmations that they create that I help them to create and just to make them feel comfortable. I wanted to just piggyback a little bit. Another thing I did in my class, we wear sarongs and you tie them a certain way. I, if I could not find a really, you know, a, a, a good size sarong so that it fit around a person, I went to Joanne Fabrics and I got fabric. I wanted everybody to know, I don't care what size you are, I have a sarong for you. And I have a chair mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable sitting in, not thinking that 
you're going to break the chair. Because those were my worries at 674 pounds. If I went out to dinner, my husband would go ahead of, the, ahead of time, check out the restaurant, see if there were any arms on the chairs and, and see that they were comfortable so that when I sat down, I didn't feel like I was going to break the chair. Those are the things that you think about when you have a couple hundred pounds to lose that your normal people don't think of because you don't have to worry about those things. Wow. Your, your intentionality of taking experiences and then turning them into specific strategy so that you literally, as you were talking, the word belonging just kept resonating for me that you're creating a space of belonging for participants, for clients, for women, so that they can begin to continue to recognize you have value beyond whatever side you have value. You are seen and I'm going to be intentional enough to make sure you recognize how you belong in this space. When you're thinking about um, being able to support someone who is stuck. And I, as you were sharing how, you know, you're at the, at the uh, office party and they all, someone has brought in donuts for the, for the meeting or it's cake for this and you don't want to deprive, but how do you create a plan so that before the incident happens, you are able to be strategic. You have to change your mindset. So I'm going to tell you the first affirmation that I ever created for myself was everything I eat heals and nourishes my body. And the reason why I did that, it made me more conscious of what I was putting in my body And so I I had been saying it for so long in writing it. Let's say I was at work and somebody did bring in some cake. It would be my decision whether or not I wanted to eat this today, whether or not, um, you know, no, everything I eat heals and nourishes my body. So I'm not going to partake in that today. Or I may have said, I've been eating pretty good for the last month or last week. I'm going to have a slice of cake. Maybe I'll cut it in half. But at the same time, it would be my conscious decision and not my impromptu and just not being able to have any self-control, you know. And I also started with, I only drink water. And that was a lie at the time. I didn't believe it. (laughs) But people would offer me, oh, you want some soda? And I would say, oh, I only drink water. And when I stopped eating meat, I used to say, I don't eat meat. And that's what I kept telling myself over yeah. and over again. And so if someone yes. asked me, I would just say, I don't eat meat. It wasn't true at the time, but guess what? That's what I needed to do so that I wouldn't eat the meat. Mm-hmm. You don't have to mm-hmm. believe it at first. Wow. You, but you know what? You are underscoring a whole conversation we actually had with a group of women. We started a girlfriend gathering in January and we have been focusing on in January and February leading into our next girlfriend gathering in March. We've really been sitting with 
who goes, and I know these women are sick of me talking about it, but just as you shared, it really does start with who you see yourself to be. And it's not just the external, it, it is saying, this is who I am. I, the, uh, uh, Every food that I eat nourishes my body. I don't I don't drink anything except water. I don't eat meat. It's not it's not about the the task or what you're not, but it's this is who I am now and as I think about that affirmation you just shared when you rewire your subconscious yes, which you. you talked about already it it literally creates the opportunity for as you're reaching for the thing that doesn't align with who you are saying you are, you can then begin to be conscious. I love that. Mm -hmm. Conscious of the decision instead of on autopilot with a trigger Mm -hmm. or a habit that you're trying to drop. Absolutely. And that starts with. So what would, Keep going. No, I'm mm-hmm. just, and that's, that starts with you just, just saying it. And, and I tell my clients, let's just start with who do you want to be? Let me, let, let's write it down. Who mm-hmm. do you want to be in your perfect self where you are aligned with your highest self that you could be? What is it? Let's write it down. And then we turn them into affirmations. And so I'm not a big fan of using a negative word in the affirmation, like don't. But when I first started out, I'm going to be honest, that's what I did. And it, and it, it helped me a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. What did you learn about yourself in this? If, if you could think back and about your process and kind of like take a bird's eye view, what have you learned about yourself in this experience of growth? and transformation. I learned that I am absolutely amazing. <laughs> like I wake up. I love that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, I, you know, wanted to die for so long. And mm-hmm. the fact now that I wake up and the first thing I say is, thank you for giving me another day to live in my purpose and to make a difference. And so being grateful is another Mm -hmm. part of my program that I teach my clients. When you're grateful for things, God gives you more things to be grateful for. So that's a big portion of my program as Mm -hmm. well. But I I realized that, number one, my name is already unique because there's not a lot of women with the name Daryl. And so I say to myself, well, I already knew that I was special because how many people do you know, females, you know, named Daryl and all this time, what a disrespect I was doing to myself to say that I was not worthy to be here to be simply because mm-hmm. of numbers on a scale, number one. And until mm-hmm. we change the, uh, the thing that we tell people about weight, that it causes diabetes, it causes all this stuff. If you really look at some research it's really, it's really not that true. We kind of just pick on obesity, but could you mm-hmm. imagine if obesity was accepted and wellness was the key? So many people would be better off and you would decide to lose weight simply because you did not like the way your body felt or looked and not because you're supposed to look like everybody else in a magazine. So that's important. 
You just, for me, I thought about the elements of shaming and how, mm-hmm. how people are marginalized or shamed. And it's not, we used in the Facebook post for our first um, post in preparation for the show, I used one of the quotes uh, that you cannot shame yourself into greatness. And as you were just talking, if we reframed the social stigmas, the, the social shaming, it would free people to move their eyes from worrying about what people are saying about them and actually begin to really focus more on what I want as opposed to yes. avoiding how someone might be thinking of me or what someone else is saying about me, I can actually begin to Absolutely. focus on what do I want to say about myself. How would you say that's true yeah. in the work that you've done with women? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is so, so true. So, so true. I, I can't even express to you how if you just focused on what you want and realize that you are your only competition, we all, and I don't care what it is for, a job, a business, everything that I teach can can be applied to whatever you want to expire to. So Mm -hmm. that is so much, very true. As I was reading your bio and your website, and as we get ready to go into break, I really would love for you to give your website Um, so that people can locate you. There's so many tools within your program that actually are just transferable. They're just like great strategies, rituals, and approaches to integrate into just a lifestyle, regardless of weight, Because again, you said it starts with the mind. So before we go into break, can you uh, share with us what is your website? How can people find you? You can, my website is DarylInspires.com. And that's one or two L's. I have to say that all the time. DarylInspires.com. I can be found on Instagram as cute, curvy, confident, all one word. YouTube, I am Daryl, and I am um, Daryl Inspires on YouTube as well, and LinkedIn, Daryl Inspires. Yeah. Wonderful. So when we come back, we're going to jump into kind of pulling apart what what is that um, the the world or the concept of Daryl Inspires? So we will kind of continue to build upon who she is as a coach and as a speaker and the multiple ways that she has taken her story and paid it forward to inspire others. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? 
choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private tv channel we support multiple media formats so all of your video content can be in one place we offer a number of advertising and video packages for more information visit voiceamerica.tv if you think you've seen online tv like this before let us surprise you What if the most special part about you was not how you fit in, but how you stood out in a world that has never seen your kind of beauty? What if you could walk confidently in your God-given beauty, identity, and purpose? My name is Sandra Coates, and I am the founder and visionary of a movement called United and True. We want every woman to know that she is being transformed, she has been redeemed, she is unique. I'm also an author of a newly released book called None Like Her. It is about awakening the beauty and the value that is within every woman. You see, it's time that we rise up through the confusion and the chaos and the comparison and the shame to know that there is nothing more we need to do to access the beauty that is within us. Please visit sandracoats.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We have been having a powerful conversation um, around our mindset around wellness and reframing our words as well as our perception of ourselves and being able to to have gratitude for the unique individual that we are. When we were on break, Daryl said, you know, it's not about an, an ego thing. It really is. She's really the only one who has to be in a place of recognizing her, her worth and walking in that thing. Uh, So inspiring and so encouraging. We did have a comment from one of the listeners. Latoya said, so many people um, share that healthy living is expensive. We know it's true that a fast food burger costs less than something organic or vegetarian. What do you say to those who just believe they can't afford to get on track with weight loss if it involves changing their dietary habits. First thing I would say to that is you need to start cooking. You need to start cooking. And I'm going to say that, you know, it's not as expensive as you think it is because when you start getting those um, insulin and those syringes and, (laughs) you know, when you really look at everything I realized that the more that I cooked, 
I absolutely was eating things that were healing and nourishing my body. And so I just think that if you shop on the perimeter of the store, because I mean, a box of Lona Dream mm-hmm. cookies is over five hours. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> but you could get some almond flour and some maple syrup and, and some ginger and make some vegan ginger snacks. That will be less than that. Mm. So I think that we mm-hmm. hear that it's more expensive. But I'm here to tell you, when I say I switched my entire family to plant-based, I only asked my husband. And he said, let's do it. And, so, and we have three girls. They're 15, 16, and 17. I have stair steps. We all eat plant-based. And so they are probably mm-hmm. about 95%. I'm about 99 because I still like a fried egg every now and then. But for the most part, we cook plant-based in here. It's really not, we haven't spent any more money than what we were spending eating out and ordering pizza and all that. I probably saved some money, to be honest. So just cook. Wow. So again, though, you took us right back to our mindset and our narrative. Mm -hmm. So are we going to pick up on the propaganda of what someone else is saying? Because I've heard that narrative too, Mm -hmm. that it's more expensive to eat healthy and is is that actually true? So beginning to do your work, your research, and you may have to join a community to get motivated around cooking and recipes and getting those ideas. But when you said that, you know, it might be you might have to spend a certain amount of money for a different type of food, but think about the insulin and the medications Mm -hmm. that you would have to spend the money on if you don't make a different choice or if you already are in a place and you want to begin to shift your wellness experience, an opportunity, either we're going to pay it on the front end or the back end, Mm -hmm. but we also need to recognize what story am I believing and is it actually true? And the mindset, because you can say, I can afford anything. But you start changing that mindset. You say, I'm, I'm healthy and wealthy. Trust me, when you go into the store and you're normally just throwing stuff in your cart, you're going to second guess and you're going to start looking at, well, how much is that and how much is that? You know, or you say that abundance is my birthright. So I'm going to have whatever I need in order to get whatever I need to align myself with my higher self. So it's it's also a part of the mindset. And, it, and as again, as you say things around affirmations, it's not just the words, but it's in the moment of a decision, you then have to begin to, as it becomes wired, you then must begin to think about, is this choice I'm making in this moment aligning with the statement I have been saying to myself. Because even that financial statement that you just shared and then how you broke it down in the moment, it's actually not about being more frivolous. It makes us more conscious about how we are spending our money or making us more conscious of our stewardship so that we're able to be more intentional. Mm -hmm. I mean, mindset drives Can you tell everything. me, 
absolutely everything. So tell me about what contribution does Daryl Inspires make to the world? I'm going to tell you the main thing that I make is I touch one person. And when that person knows that they are absolutely amazing and phenomenal, when they talk to another beautiful woman and that woman doesn't like herself, she's going to tell her, wait a minute. I, I think you're gorgeous. And so it passes, it passes on. And I say that because I've, mm-hmm. I've, I have received the feedback to say that now that I feel better about myself, when I hear other women talk so down on themselves, I feel like I'm you retelling them everything, you know, you used to <laughs> tell me. Um, and, and I mean, I, I know I keep going back to the affirmations, but I'm telling you, you have to rewrite yes. your story. And for me, so mm. much so, I, I got discipline and focus tattooed on me. This is one of my other affirmations that I used to say. I'm disciplined and focused. Now is I'm disciplined, focused, persistent, and consistent. Because you're going to change it as you change. And as you evolve, your story becomes different. You know, two years ago, I would never thought I would be sitting here talking to you. But now one of my affirmations is I speak on stages worldwide and you can't tell me anything other than that. Not a thing. Yes. So So what is your vision for your business? My vision, gosh, my vision is to eventually trickle down to the little babies because as a teacher, You know, I see little girls who may be, you know, a little chunky or chubby. I think they're cute as I just immediately gravitate towards them. Um, But could you imagine the confidence that I have now? If I had it at eight years old, I probably would have been running this world by now. So eventually my Mm. vision is, is to set off a cute, curvy, confident movement so that you can feel amazing doesn't mean that you that you don't want to lose weight it just means that you're going to feel amazing you're going to feel great while you are working on yourself you don't wait to get a pretty black dress you go find one that you can fit right now and then you get another one because your abundance is magnificent (laughs) so you're going to be able to buy a hundred black dresses in every single size as you're going down you don't wait you feel amazing now. You treat yourself as if you have already accomplished your goals. And I'm telling you, I, I don't sound like I'm preaching now. Things will be so much better. I wake up smiling. I mean, the world is just amazing right now. Even with all the stuff that we have going on, that, that's my vision. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just to start the cute, curvy, confident movement. Yes, you had me at don't wait to love yourself until you're that size. I love that. Buy the dress now and keep buying the dresses as you hit different benchmarks in your journey, but don't wait to love yourself. I, oh, oh my goodness. Yes. That was everything for me right there. What advice I I often ask uh, my um, guests, someone is listening and they are discouraged. And they clicked on and said, I'll give this conversation a try. What advice would you give a woman who is feeling discouraged during this season of change, 
of isolation, of uncertainty. What advice would you give her? So I'm, I'm speaking to her right now. And what I'm saying to you, Queen, is that you need to find your tribe. And guess what? If you find a tribe and they don't mess with you, then you find another tribe. And you keep looking for people that will support you. But the main person that needs to support you first is you. So give yourself a nickname and you start talking to her every day. You know how you grow up and some of, some of us have imaginary friends? Create your friend for yourself. And you are that person's friend. And you do whatever you can do for her because that's our MO. We do that all the time. We treat other people better than what we treat ourselves. So split yourself into two people. And from this point on, you start taking care of her. Everybody should just put their little nicknames in the chat. <laughs> what is your nickname for that person? Put the nickname in the chat. Now, yes. my person, her name is Pepper. That's my nickname. And when I tell you Pepper is my ride or die, she knows exactly what I want because I feed it to her all day. I say it. Mm. I write it. So when I'm not conscious of it, she's working in the background 24-7 for making sure that everything yes. I eat heals and nourishes my body. And so I'm here to tell you that you are worth it simply because you are here. That's the only reason you need. That's it. You are worth it simply because you are here. Wow. This hour goes by so fast every single time. We only have <laughs> a few minutes left. And I want to make sure that people know about what are you doing now? What are some projects that you're working on? What's on the horizon? Um, I have two things on the horizon. I am doing a five-day workshop, holidays great and feel great while you're doing it. And so I teach my elements of the program. So we'll be meeting every single day at um, 7 p.m., every single day for five days. And I'm going to teach you every single thing that you need to do, when you should write, when you should recite. Like I said, I'm going to be sitting right here. And then I do offer a membership program as well so that I actually touch you every single day. And I am that person that's like right here chitter-chattering for you until you can do it on your own and your mindset has been transformed. And so those are the two things that I presently have going on. And where could people sign up? That is on my website. You can go darylinspires.com forward slash coaching and you will see all of the information for the program. Oh. Daryl, you know, I appreciate your honesty, your transparency, but most of all, your heart. Thank you for oh, thank um, you. continuing to lean in, um, to be that voice for women, to encourage them. Um, and thank you for your spirit. It has encouraged thank me. You so much. Um, and everything that you've shared is transferable to anyone who is listening. So thank you for saying yes and being thank on the you. flip side. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, you have been a part of our conversation on the flip side of adversity. We encourage you to continue to follow us, log in every single week, Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are here to not only encourage, but to give you practical strategies on the flip side 
of whatever adversity you might be experiencing. Thanks so much, and we'll chat with you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.